Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com. I'm here with a friend of mine, Sean Stewart from StrongDetermination.com. And every week or so, every month, we uh, do these Skype calls and we just kind of share what's going on in our lives. We have just great, inspiring, high-level conversations, talking about our goals, kind of coaching each other, giving each other feedback. And so we thought we'd actually record this one and let you guys in to watch us and watch some of the things that we talk about, listen in. Um, There's a lot of great value, a lot of good nuggets of gold that you can use to apply in your life. Um, And so, yeah, we're going to be are going to edit down this video and uh, share it with you guys. Excellent. Thanks, Stefan. And hi, everyone. I'm Sean, strongdetermination.com. And, um, you know, one of the things that me and Stefan have been doing for, for a long time is these mastermind calls. And before, many years ago, we didn't even know about this, right? And some of the things that Napoleon Hill and many other authors talk about is the power of mastermind. And we think, well, we need to have this huge group of people to have this set up. But actually, we don't. Even two people, when they get together on a certain state of mind, it creates this incredible energy almost, right? So we feel on fire and we kind of share areas of our life that, you know, we're doing really well. Sometimes Stefan is doing really well in his business or sometimes doing really well in relationships. So we kind of get together and share. And it's just, it's a big gift. And I'm so grateful to be doing this. So that's why we kind of randomly decided to um, do this. In fact, we decided to share it after we recorded it. So we didn't do any preparation for this video. But we're going to put it together, edit it, and hopefully you can get some value. Awesome. Hope you guys can enjoy your conversation. Yeah, so I was saying when, when you do like coaching or interviews or whatever, you get in such a good state while doing it. Like you get in the state before you're doing it. Like I find I do like a, a ritual before I do a coaching call or interview or whatever. I'm on my trampoline. Like just getting in such a good state. And then while you're doing it, you're like you get in a good state too because you have to be high. You have to be on. Yes. And as you said, like you – you learn whatever it is that you're, you're teaching more. And I find like I get so much value out of coaching because I feel like in many ways it's just sharing with a friend, talking about stuff. Like it, it, it's really good. And when you say certain things, you're like, wow, that's really good advice. <laughs> you know? And you're like, wow, I could use that and everything. And yeah. it's, it's awesome. You know, speaking of state, man, like I got to tell you, um, I just, I love Tony Robbins. Like I was just the honest, you know, like this guy, <laughs> like he, he has like made such a huge difference in my life. And I'm going to actually thank you because you are one of the guys who like, like injected Tony Robbins into my blood, literally, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you invited a group of outside guys, let's go to the seminar. Like yeah. this is good. And I, I can honestly tell you because I had so many negative belief systems before, I, I was like had so much resistance. Even when I was there, I had resistance, you know? Yeah. So over the years, I've noticed that like now I'm becoming so much more open and now I look at these coaches and I'm like, wow, what a gift they are giving us, you know? So speaking of state, like 
you know, have you ever noticed like you do something really well for some time and then you just don't do it for some reason? It's like everything's working well and you're like, you know what, let me just not do this for some reason. I don't know how this works. But with the whole state thing, I actually like, you know the, the hour of power when you run and you do gratitude, right? I reflected on my life and actually like your success had a huge, like it almost like, like reflected on me somehow. Like just by talking to you and sharing stuff and you moving to a penthouse and just seeing the success, it's amazing, right? So it had a positive effect on me, and me and my friend Matthew, we decided to be a 30-day challenge. So we started this 30-day challenge, and I was like, wait a minute, when was I the most happy and, and achieving, achieving and things like that? And I realized when I was competing, every single day I was running, yeah. every single day I was visualizing, and yeah. I was saying the gratitude, and I was saying yes, yes, yes. And also, like, before when I left my job, I was doing that because I was so like, I just want to change my state. I was like, wait a minute, this just changes my life. Why am I not doing it anymore, right? And I realized that I was so out of balance, I was like way on this side. Like I was meditating three hours a day, yeah. right? And not doing half an hour of yeah. visualization and gratitude, right? Hello, right? Yeah. Anyway, so we started doing this, and today is day five, and I feel like every single day my vibration is rising to like a ridiculous level. Like I'm laughing, screaming, you know, just like being playful. So I'm just so grateful for that. That's awesome, man. Yeah, you know, for me too, like I... Part of the reason why I wanted to do a fitness competition again this year, like I didn't really want it, I don't really care to like compete or anything like that because yes. I know that the guys I'm competing with, they're like, they're jacked, you know? Yes. I'm more so doing it for myself because when I did it two years ago, like I, the process of it was so fun. Like I was so on top of my life. Like I felt so confident. My, my days were like so dialed in, like a good structure. I was doing like my morning ritual, all this stuff because all the stuff that I was doing, my beliefs and all this stuff were there to support me for this competition, which was like a big thing for me. And that during that time, I recorded that morning ritual video, right? And I just remember whenever I look back at that video, I was like, wow, I was like so on fire during that time because I was doing like the morning ritual. My workouts were so intense. Like my workouts, like all the stuff that I was doing then, it was so powerful and now that I feel that I'm doing it again and I'm getting back in that, that groove and I have that sort of thing to look forward to, I like my state and just my productivity, everything has just been really, really dialed in and really on fire. You know, so but yeah, I think that we always need to change it up because for me, I'll do something for a while, but then eventually you get bored of it. Like there's too much certainty and then you need uncertainty. You gotta like do something totally different and switch it up, otherwise you get bored of it. You know what, that's a very good point, you know, but it's just like, I don't know, but at some point I'm like, you know, like Tony Robbins, I'm listening to him today, he's like, he did it for years every single day. Yeah. And he conditioned it in him, that's why when he speaks, it's like, just state, that's just who it is. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, you're right, because you kind of lose the juice after we do it so long, and it's kind of, you know, as powerful sometimes. But I still feel if you really dial it in, like really put it into our blood, like just become part of us. Every single day getting up power breath and gratitude and positivity, you know, I feel that it can actually maybe uh, maybe be more lasting so we can continue thriving like that. Yeah. But what you just said, it actually resonates with me. I had like a stupidest video I put on YouTube when I was competing and boom, it just shoots up because you're on yeah. fire. Like you have this, yeah. you have this like bring it on attitude, right? Like yeah. Totally, yeah. So now you're making me want to compete. So, <laughs> oh, I know. It's dangerous. I don't. I don't think it's actually that hard though. To 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 like, when I did it the first time, 
it wasn't as hard as I thought. Yes. And part of it, like, I didn't want to believe that it was hard because I had people telling me it's hard. Yes. But I was like, no, that's not a good belief. I'm just going to believe that it's easy. <laughs> felt like maybe the month before was, like, maybe, you know, more challenging with the diet and stuff. Uh, but I found, like, I got into a good routine of my eating and everything. Like, I just ate the same things every day. Yes. Because I knew what each meal, how many calories it was. Like, right. I just didn't want to think about it. And I was just very efficient, very productive. And I had, like, a good routine going on and everything. So I find that when you can, like, optimize your life in, in a way where everything is the same. And, like, I know one thing that Tony talks about is that there really are only so many fundamentals, Right. And it's those fundamentals practiced daily, yes. again and again, just repetitively, that's what adds up to be big successes. Yes. And it's like, success is like all the little boring, stupid, annoying, like repetitive stuff that you do every day that just, you don't see any results from it on a day-to-day -day yes. basis that adds up over a period of time. And it's like, if you're playing basketball, there's only so many fundamentals. Like you gotta take thousands of shots the exact same shot in the exact same place, exact same moves again and again and again. And it's just that repetition just adds up over a period of time, I think. So I like to, I, I find like I work really well doing the same things consistently, but every once in a while just switching it up in some way just to like keep it sometimes you, exciting again. Do you, okay, well, do you take uh, a day off on weekend to change things up or what? I don't really take, I haven't, I haven't been doing that lately, to be honest with you. Like, like just taking a day off, just to... You don't to, take a day off? Not really. What? <laughs> yeah, dude, I, it's been a little crazy for me right now. Like, I've been actually, I don't want to take days off. Like, when I take days off, I get bored. Yeah. Like, like, I want to work out every day, because I actually find it's harder to work out, like, three days a week or something like that, than just, like, every day. Because every day is just, like, the exact same thing, and it's just easy to keep so doing you that. you actually not have like an off day where you don't do any like uh, work at all or do you work every day? I do, I do take a day off from my workout and I have to force myself to do it but I don't really like to do it and I'll still usually do something like even if it's like cardio or something like that, you know? Okay, but what about your work? Like your workout forever? I haven't been because I'm really, like I'm so excited for what I'm doing right now, man. Like I'm so fired up fighting that I'm like... I, I will eventually burn out. Like, I, I was actually a little bit sick last week. Yes. I still worked. Like, I still did stuff and everything. Cause you, I, how many hours do you work every day? I don't, I don't know. I don't even keep track. Like, last night, I was... La, yeah, last night I had a family thing, though. But I worked from, like, in the morning till 6 o'clock. The day before, like, morning till, like, 10 or 11 o'clock. And I was really involved. I actually just created a new product. Yeah, I created it, like, in a day. It's actually, so it's called How to Write a Book in Less Than 24 Hours, and it, because I recently wrote a book in six hours, that's like 60 pages, and I published it, it's a really good book, and I, was, I realized, like, I'm very fast at doing stuff, like, when I have an idea, I do it fast, and I just get it done, and so I wanted to create, like, a little course teaching what I do, but I wanted to create the course in 24 hours just to show people how fast I can do it as well. So I find like when I'm working on projects like that, like I don't, I, I, I don't like take breaks. Like I just get so involved in what I'm doing. I just want to get it done and I'll spend hours and hours just working on it until it's done. You know? This is a very interesting topic you bring up because it actually matches like um, Thomas Edison, you know, like all the other great guys in history. 
they like Churchill, they didn't give a shit about rest and break. They just worked because they were so into it, right? This is just a yeah. calling. But at the same time, there's this concept of balance and, and making sure that you don't burn out, you know? So that's what I'm trying to actually figure out because I know the feeling of being on fire. You don't want to take that. Why would you do that? That's just stupid. And you're creating value and you're helping. So, I don't know. You know it's interesting. Yeah, it, it's hard to say. Like, I feel like you get burned out easily when you're doing things you don't want to do that are stressful, that drain your energy, whereas I think there's some things that give you more energy. There's some things that it's like it's such a love for you that by doing them, you just like it's it's play, it's fun, and so I just actually had a conversation like two nights ago with this guy named Eli Wilhide, and he is a top salesperson person for Tony Robbins, and he knows Tony. He I met him through uh, Tony's son Jared, and I met him at a seminar like years ago, internet marketing seminar, and I've always seen him at the Tony Robbins events because he works for Tony Robbins and sells seminars and everything. And so he, we had a conversation because he wants to get into Kindle publishing and everything. And we had to talk about Tony. And he said that it's like, Tony doesn't take breaks at all. And he just says it's in his DNA. Like he's just a machine. Like he just loves what he's doing so much. He's so into it. And he told me that the last date with Destiny that they did, which is like a seven day event, he got sick. He got really sick for two weeks. Like he was in bed, and because he just, and he yeah. never gets sick. Yeah. But um, that was like he just he just basically told me though the guy just doesn't take days off. Like he, yeah. and like maybe I don't know does he have a balance or whatever. Like I think he does. Like I think he still exercises. His wife like it's their mission together doing what they do. But for him like he's in a position where he could just take a break if he wants. He could like travel the world if he wants. He does that. He can just like sit on the beach and retire. But he doesn't because he's like very fulfilled by what he does. I think what he does is like, if you look at like a, a Gandhi and these sort of guys, I don't know if they cared about breaks. It was like their mission to do what they did. Yes. They're so passionate about it that it's just like a different level of evolution, I think, maybe. I don't know. I think you're absolutely nailing it because I actually feel better on my own then I feel like on weekends, like because I've been taking Saturday and Sunday off. Uh, and Sundays I love it because I go to church and I meditate and it's, yeah. it's fun and I do social stuff. But Saturday it seems a little bit of a waste because I don't do anything really. And it's kind of like like I'm doing so good, good meeting till Friday and then psh, goes down the weekend. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like, for me, I, I, I socialize. I've been socializing more, like been going out. Tomorrow I'm having like a party, like an awesome party here. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I'll probably, and we got like a Depeche and these guys are doing like a men's group during the daytime. So I'm probably not going to get much work done. Like I'll still always like check emails and like do a few things like that. But it's not going to be like a work day, but I still have stuff planned that day that I'm going to do. But it's, it is still balanced and it is still like, I want to make sure though. I feel like everything that I do, I want it to be help expanding me and growing me and moving me more towards where I want to go. That's exactly where I am right now. I feel your energy. Like I'm like wow. Because like, last week, I just created my first audiobook, right? Yeah. And I feel so happy because I've been trying to do this forever and it just wasn't getting done. And just this week, just two days done, right? And uh, I feel really good about just finishing that. And but and I don't want to stop because now I want to create the graphic. I want to put it up. I want to just get it out there, right? And I don't want to take a break. And now it's weekend again. So, 
by our conversation, I'm actually inspired to just continue. You know, I still exercise every day. I still eat every day. I still sleep. Like, everything is perfect. And I don't think I need to, you know, take a rest. I just want to get this out and just... Yeah. I, I would say, like, just listen to your body sometimes, too. Like, for me, if I want to work or I want to do things, I'll do it. And if there's times where I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing it, I, I, I learned to stop resisting it because I used to, like push through like everything I was like and I beat myself up whenever I was like not productive or not doing what I wanted to do or said I was going to do and everything and it was just like a downward spiral when you beat yourself up all the time right now I just like accept it I'm like okay today is not a great day or the next few hours I don't feel like doing anything and when I just kind of like let go and I don't have that resistance then I'll find myself like a little while later I'll get myself doing stuff again and uh, more so like just making it, not making it wrong. Like I used to make it so wrong to like do nothing. I used to make it wrong to eat bad, unhealthy food. It was like I beat myself up. It was like this wrong thing. Whereas now I just accept it and just don't, you know, just move on with it, I guess. Yeah. I find with myself, like one of the challenges that I had actually is that like I took two weeks off training because I got sick and stuff. And then now that I go back, I noticed that when I train with weights, I actually need longer sleep times. And when I sleep, like let's say I set up the clock, I clock to wake up at 5 or 6 a.m. And when I wake up at like 10, I get up and I'm like so pissed off. I'm like, you know, I, I just slept for 10 hours or 9 hours. Like, I'm just like, fuck, this sucks. Like, I gotta do all you know? And what I noticed is that, you know what? I shouldn't beat myself up on it because there's a, there's a transition point where my body's just recovering and then my re- recovery time is lower. And... It doesn't matter, and I think I learned that from you because you it doesn't matter what time you wake up. You know, you get the shit done. You know, you can get up at noon, you can get up at six a.m., but the thing gets done at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So that's what I like admire about you, actually. Like you, I've seen like you, like I live with you, and you know, it doesn't matter what time you get up, the thing gets <laughs> done at the end of the month, and that's what yeah. I it just blows me away because I feel like I've been getting up so much, and I still don't get anything done. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, so there's something going on here that I really like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily the, the time. It's not. It's like just that. how serious you are. Right? Just get yeah. it done. Totally. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Just how the execution. Can, like, can you tell? How do you how do you get shit done so fast? How do you that, do it? Like, how do you get this done? I don't know. Like, I, I just did a video vlog about this. Huh? I I have like a lot of urgency for like in my life. Like, I feel like if I have a, like, I always have things to do. Like, I've got a million things to do. Like. If you want to talk about even that uh, seminar that I went to, like I was looking through some of the notes. Yes. And there's like so many notes and things that I have that I want to do in my business. Okay. So I always have all the stuff that I want to do. And I feel like I just want to get it done as fast as possible so that I can just move on to more things, more projects and all this sort of stuff. So I have urgency to get stuff done fast, get stuff done now. I don't like wasting time. Like I'm very efficient. Like even I find like... When I hang out with certain people that are very slow, like I feel like I get frustrated fast because I'm just like, I just want to like do it fast. Like let's just do it now, you know? Like the other day I was with my mom and we were shopping um, to buy pillows for my couch. And for me, like when I shop and do sort of things, I make decisions fast. I'm like, okay, I like this. All sounds good. Let's buy it. Let's go, right? But my mom and the salesperson, it took it like an hour or two hours to do it because they want to make sure everything was perfect, the colors matched. We found we found like the right pillows, but then they're like still looking at more stuff, and I'm like, no, let's just get these. These yeah, are yeah. fine, you know. Yes. And so I find like I just 
I don't know. I, I think it's like in my DNA. Like I just try to get things done fast. I try to move fast, and I just try to. I don't know. I just train myself like, that way. Back in the day, when you were like playing computer games and you were, you know, lonely and doing <laughs> were you were you doing that or did that change? What's that? Were you were you like that before or was it, did that just change like recently? Um, I think I've developed it over time. Like really I, playing computer games really fast. <laughs> oh yeah, computer games. Yeah, really fast. Like I, I type over a hundred words per minute. Like I'm, I was the fastest typer in my school. Like I'm, I'm fast. With the everything I do I think is fast. But I gotta say something though Stefan, you know, like on the other hand, like I'm gonna kind of balance out what you're saying here because everybody's trying to go fast. In fact, that's one of the problems. Like a lot of people are trying to go so fast, they get nowhere because they're like, you know, this, 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 and they're so scattered, right? So I feel like you go fast, but you have this skill, which is, which is actually no concentration, you know? You go fast in one direction because if you go fast in a thousand directions, you're never going to go anywhere. And that's one of the things about you that's special, I think, is that you put fast in one project until it finishes. Yeah. Okay, and where I, I, like one of my challenges is that I go fast in thousand different directions. <laughs> Instead of like finishing the one thing is in front of me, right? Yeah. So that's one of, one of my challenges. And I think that's what I can learn is to just focus on one thing and just get it up running and then move to the next thing. Yeah, and I, I think it's like it's 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 like an asset in some areas of your life, but other areas it's not good, right? So business and work ethic, it's a good thing. It's helped me a lot. Even like when I go to the gym, I, I don't like to talk at the gym. I'm not there to socialize. I've got my timer. I set my one minute rest. Like I'm just efficient with that, you know. But in like relationships or other areas of your life, socializing, then it's like the opposite approach. You know, you do not want to be fast. You want to just enjoy the moment. You know, there's no goal or destination or whatever. You know, it's like, what's that? Not coming. That's the goal, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like you're having sex or something like that. Like you want to enjoy it. You know, you're not just trying to get it done fast. Come now. (laughs) So I think you gotta like balance it. You know, like when you're out and stuff, when you're with friends, like just you just kind of let go, and it's like a different state. It's like it's more enjoying it or, or I guess when you do take time off like if you're traveling and stuff just enjoying being able to enjoy the scenery or enjoy you know what's around you or breathing and stuff like that because I think sometimes when you're like really focused working you, you lose that you're not breathing you're not maybe you're not taking in as much as well so I guess it is a balance of that yeah. You just talked about the competition. Now I feel like, you know, I want to consider this because I think one of the blocks that's coming for me is this, is that because I won the last one, right? <laughs> so it's like kind of sad because anything else is going to be just worse, you know? Like I, I, have, I like set the bar so high and I, and I have like this fear that I'm going to like look worse than I did, you know? And then people will be like, oh, what happened to him? You know, so I kind of have this fear, but I think it's bullshit because I should actually look better. Oh, yeah. So... Do it, don't, and don't do it for that. Like, don't do it to win, or uh, I, I don't know. Like, do it for yourself. But I just can't help it. But when I when I start out, like, I gotta win it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? I find though, it, yeah, it enhances all every every other area of your life. Though, you know, your your workouts are are like maybe the same, maybe more intensity and everything. So it's not more time in the gym or anything like that. It's more so the diet. I find the structure of the eating. But I find that when you're really disciplined with your life, like working out and you're eating and everything, 
it gives you a lot of confidence, it gives you a lot of pride, it gives you a lot of like this power that helps you be successful in every other area of your life. Like I feel, one thing my coach told me is that people that work out consistently, they usually have every other area of their lives together because the habit of working out consistent, consistently, the discipline of that translates to other areas of your life. So I find for me it just helps every other area of my life when I'm on fire like that with the competition. It makes your workouts and everything more enjoyable, I find, because you're, you're working out to like... For a, for a, for a cause, for a yeah. purpose, yeah. You know what, you're so right. You're like, you're men, we always want to have a goal and to always achieve and reach, right? Yeah. So you're absolutely right. How what kind of, how's your, uh, how's your training going? Like, are you in good condition and everything? Yeah, I, well, I took two weeks off, but I think overall I feel really good. In fact, I've been actually a vegetarian for like, you know, three, four months, you know, so I, I eat a little bit meat, but I find my energy is just shooting up so much more, my mood is so much better, and, uh, like, I just have positive feeling towards others, yeah. so I feel yeah. so good about that, and and my training has completely changed, like, before I was doing bodybuilding, now it's almost like martial arts and balance, and, like, yeah. really fast work, and just punching bags, and I feel really good, like, physically feel just, like, nine out of ten, you know? Awesome. How far away would you be from competing, do you think? Body, like from where you were. Sixty days. Sixty days. I think so. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's not that difficult. It's just a matter of I have such a high expectation of myself, and I think it's my ego, and wants to like be better than others, and fear of judgment and fear of criticism. So I think that's coming up for me, which yeah. I need to just push it out. <laughs> you, you're the one that inspired me to do the fitness competition. Like you made me believe that I could do it. Excellent. Because I had like, for me, like I had a lot of fear around doing it because I didn't view myself, like I'm a small guy and everything, and I, I wasn't like as built yeah. as some of these other guys. So I was like, wow, can I, can I do this or whatever? But once I went through the process, I realized like it was really enjoyable. Like it was a lot easier than I thought. The competition itself isn't as big of a deal as it's made out to be. Like everyone there, like are awesome guys. Like, there's yes. such an awesome community backstage, like, hanging out with all these guys and everything. Yes. There's some people that just aren't even in good shape at all. You know, like, I could, I could compete right now. Like, just, I could get up once. Like, I would still do, like, because I, I look good and everything the way that I am now. So, you don't necessarily have to be, like, maybe if you want to win it or because or, you won your last one, like, and, and do that again, you're going to have to, um, you know, take it to that kind of level or whatever. But for me, I'm trying not to stress out during the process. I'm just doing it for fun. I'm doing it. My friend like Jager's doing it. So for me, it's just gonna be like a fun thing to just get in great shape for the summertime. There's so much time. Like this one's in July, end of July. Like it's more time than I had than for my my last one. Well, let me ask you, Stefan. Why do you do WBFF? Because there's this INBF also, which is all natural. Yeah. So you're actually competing with people who look. Like they've never taken steroids, you know. Like I actually have my friend Matthew Park, who's the owner of IMDF, and I actually really want to do the natural one because one of the reasons I don't want to do competition with the with the steroids guys because they just have this advantage, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm open to whatever. Like for me, this one uh, I haven't actually signed up for it yet, but I know Jager wanted to do this one. I guess I already know what to expect. What's involved with it? In but fact, I, actually, sorry to interrupt. But I actually know, like the IMBF, one of the things I have never competed with them. I just know the owner. He's my yeah. friend, right? 
and I know that they have such high standards. Like they, you, like for seven years, you got to be clean. Everybody's tested. Okay, nobody can do steroids at all. And not only that, with, with WBFF, they don't have a whole lot of support systems. So you sign up and you just got to do it on your own, really. But with IMBF, they actually have a day you all meet up and they answer your questions and they help you out. They even have like a, they help you with the walk. Like they help you a little bit, you know. So you yeah. know they help. Like you had to like you were confused. What the hell am I doing? They actually help you a little bit. So. I really want to actually compete at IMBF personally, but I can because I'm not qualified. Because in 2015, I'll be I'll be seven years. Right. So right now it's about six years for me. So I'm still not natural considered. So yeah, for me it doesn't matter what it is to be honest. Yeah. Like I don't even care about the, the competition. <laughs> I'm, I'm more so like I, I I just more so want to get in awesome shape for myself. You know, just having that day where I'm having an event. Yes, it's like the motivation, I guess. But it's, it's more so like, I don't care what the competition is, it's just like, I'm just doing it for myself to get in awesome shape, you know? And I'm just really inspired to do that right now, just, because I just remember like two years ago when I did it, and I, and I got in that kind of amazing shape, I just yeah. felt so good about myself and so confident. So and I remember you too, man, like I remember, because I used to live with you, when you were doing it, like you had such an awesome state. You're waking up early in the morning. I remember watching videos that you were doing. Yeah. I remember one video that you had to help me out a lot, where you showed like your your meals. Yeah, yeah. Like your chicken breast, yeah, like yeah. all that sort of stuff, laid out. And for me, like that, I don't know that that helped me when you did that. You're right. And exactly things that you worked, worked, worked so well, and we just don't do it anymore. It's like we're totally right. And <laughs> now you reminded me. Yeah. Yeah. But when is it that you're initially going to do it? When's, what do you mean? When is your competition supposed to be? Uh, July 26th. Okay. I'm going to look into uh, when is INDF too, July. So it's like January, February, March, April, May, June, June. That's a long time. It's like four or five months, right? So that's perfect. Yeah, maybe I could do it actually. Let me know about that one. Hmm? Let me know about that one because there's actually a few other ones too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So how's uh, how's the product creation and everything coming along? It's good, man. Like I actually, um, what I'm doing right now this week is I just this week is the foundation week, just to get my blog up and have like quality blog posts on it. Like I yeah. created three blog posts, video, and actually I started writing. Awesome. So I took uh, your advice on, on learning English more. So I've been practicing grammar, and uh, everything that I write is going to go through a proofreader. Every single word that comes out of my fingers is going to go through a proofreader because it's just, I just need to learn it. And uh, this week, is I'm launching my blog, uh, How to Stop Watching Porn, okay? And it's going to be like all about porn, right? It's just going right in, right? And then it's going to be three blog posts. I created, and actually that's what I was going to ask you about it, is initially I created a seven-day How to Stop Watching Porn audiobook. And uh, I wanted to give this away as a giveaway on my blog, like yeah. a free gift, like a really high value. How do you feel about that? Yeah, man, that's that's what you got to do. You got to give away something that is like really amazing for free because when people receive that, then they're going to think everything else that you have is awesome. Perfect. So you want to give away your best stuff, something of really high value. Like I learned, like, and that's what I'm doing now. Like, so at the... Uh, Traffic and Conversion Summit, they talked a lot about your sales funnel. Yeah. And the first thing is a lead magnet. Yes. And the lead magnet is just to get people on your email list. So that's like a really high quality report, audio program, like something really high value. For me, I'm doing, I'm redoing mine. I'm, I'm redoing my Life Mastery Toolkit. And it's going to be like 
high quality videos, content, articles that I have that it's going to be like a package of stuff and they're going to all get that, the very best stuff that I have. And when they get that, it's going to be like, it's going to blow them away because I feel like the content and stuff that I have on my blog or the, what I'm giving away is something that I could sell for like a hundred bucks. Like it's that good, but I'm just giving it away for free. And then once the people get a lot of value from that, then they're going to buy everything else that you have because they just got so much great value from you and they're going to build a trust and relationship from you. And so then for me, I'm having a, uh, a $7 product, which is going to be my, what I just created, which is how to write a book in less than 24 hours. And I, I just created that in a day. I'm going to sell it for 7 bucks. Then that leads into my Kindle publishing course, right, which is $67 because people need to like, you know, when, when they receive that $7 thing, it's like an impulse buy. It's not expensive for them. People get dopamine and stuff when they buy stuff. They're more likely to buy more stuff from you. Even if like the first product is good or people receive value from you, they're less likely to re refund anything from you because they feel like even if like your second product sucks, if the first one was good, they still won't refund it because your first one was good. Right. You know, like and, and because they like you and they have a relationship and they trust you and they stuff. Have value. So there's, there's a lot of power. Like that's what I'm doing now is I'm really building the front end, giving away a lot of stuff for free, mm -hmm. creating some small seven dollar products that I can sell that lead into the the bigger products. So yeah, like in your case, like you should have, you're gonna have like your ultimate course to like stopping porn addiction. Yes, like but then you're gonna have, you have like little $7 products and free stuff that just, and then all that leads into people that are gonna buy your ultimate course. You know? That's great, man. So yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do. This tip is I'm gonna have my blog and my giveaway ready and some other responders loaded up and make it look good. That's just the whole goal. And also, I have a everyday video challenge for for the next uh, I don't know for the next thirty days. Actually, four videos Monday to Thursday, and then on Friday I edit the videos. And I, I'm really following Eben's format. I don't know if you heard about it, but um, coach, yeah. You know how you know how Eben creates his products. He starts with a topic and an exercise first, and he decides what's the exercise at the end, right? And then he says, okay, what is the topic? And he figures out the topic. Like let's say you need to rise your energy instead of focus on stop point porn, focus on rising your energy. Right. That's one topic, right? And the exercise is hey, do a twenty-one day challenge. Twenty-one day rise your energy challenge, right? And then during his content, he goes through five different angles to convince them why this works. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. he starts out the idea, and then five different angles. So how other people notice them having energy and they don't want to watch porn, and how. Rising energy, rise your vibration, so you attract more people to your life, and how when you rise your energy, you go through like unconditional love and joy instead of shame and guilt, and all these different reasons, yeah. right? So by the end of the video article, they're like, oh my god, of course, rising energy, you know? So I, I love that from Eddie. I'm, I'm actually following all my training based on that formula, and yeah. everything has to be starting with motivation. So everything that he teaches, at first he talks about the pain and the joy that they get from learning this, to get them to be like, I need to listen to this right now to the end. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. So what are you what are you gonna create after your your free uh, audio program? Well, I already actually like I spent tremendous amount of time on this webinar. Like I put so much graphic and it just it looks beautiful. I created this three steps phase with graph and everything like on how to stop watching porn so I have this webinar already right I just created this blog because I want to get some traffic and some leads 
and then I want to launch my webinar, free webinar. From the free webinar, it's going to be a six-week bootcamp. Every week, we're going to walk them through this process. So right. that's my goal. And I create a membership site out of this, and people can, you know, and every three months, I'm going to launch a live training where I send a bunch of people, like 30 people I want to have. So I want to have 300 people signed up, 100 people show up, 30 people buy, and it's going to be like a $600,000 course for like, right. for like three months. That's awesome. The webinar, you can like pre-record it, and you can use that so it's yes. an automated part of your sales farm. Totally. You know? Like I know, I haven't done this yet, but you do the webinar one time, but you set it up so that people, when they hear a webinar, they think it's like a live thing, you know? Yeah. But a lot of cases, it isn't. Like it could be something that was done like a year ago, but you can just always have it. People put the, like I know they select the dates and stuff of when it's going to yeah, be. Yeah. So they think it's live. They think it's like, you know, a live event. Like I don't want to miss out on it and everything. Yes. So with that webinar, you could use that down the road in, in, in your sales funnel too. How come you don't do webinars? I haven't seen you do much webinars. I'm surprised yeah. actually because you're good with camera, and you you're just I don't know. You're just not using that tool. I think. Yeah, I did my first webinar actually like a month ago. It was oh, for a uh, bonus for people that signed up for this hundred day challenge. And then we're doing another one at the end of the month, but it's a bonus for people that signed up for it. But yeah, it's I I, I didn't do it because I thought that it's like a live thing. Okay. <laughs> and now now that I've learned that it's because I don't want to have to always do like it's like coaching in a way. Like I don't want to have to always coach people or do webinars every month. It's just like another thing I have to do consistently. But if I can do it one time and then use that as an asset in my business that you know, that, that, that I've got set up that can just now be automated and run without me, then I'll do it, you know? So now that I've learned a little bit about it, then I'm gonna probably do like a really awesome webinar and just use something like that in my sales funnel that I can give away to people. They skip, they, you know, check it out and everything, and then if they like the stuff, what I talk about, they just funnel it into one of my products. But yeah, I think webinar is actually a really good model. It's becoming like really popular now too. Huge. But you know, as far as the live thing goes, uh, like I was listening to James Bedmore, he's like a webinar guy, you know, and he's talking about how people don't like live webinars, they like live events. You know, it's yeah. like the boarding is very important, they like, it's yeah, a yeah. live event or a live training, it's not like webinar. Webinar is when sometimes, you know, they use this word so much and they feel like it's like a sales fest. So he says it's live event, and actually I saw a presentation by James Bedmore, which I, you know, I, I hope you see it's so amazing and I based my webinar just like that actually I followed his model he made it so fun like each slide that comes it's a cool graphic like you're like wow that's cool you know and you just engage the whole time so it's not a boring black you know like quiet boring webinar and the whole time I was engaged in it then he gives a freebie thing away it's a contest going on and you feel like I wanted to go to the washroom. I couldn't. Like I'm like I, I can't. I need to sit here and find out what's going on. You know? Yeah. So it's like well, I, I want to yeah, and I want to do it more like for the coaching. Like you're doing a coaching program for me. Like I do the one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I now for the people that can't afford to work with me, do uh, like a group coaching thing. Yeah. And so basically, do a webinar maybe every two weeks. Have people sign up for it. But what I liked about it is like people can send you questions during the webinar. You know, and they're writing you questions and you just answer them. So I feel like something that is like a coaching thing where I'm like, okay, the webinar started, you know, here's all your questions that you guys sent me. You can ask questions during the call. 
and you just answer the questions and record it and you can use that as content like you know in your membership site or create a product out of that or whatever so I'm probably going to do it more like that because I'd rather have like 10 or 20 people on a coaching like a group coaching call than coaching people individually because it's just leveraging yourself more you know so yeah like I think that's a good way, good way of doing it Google Hangout has become really popular, like uh, Brandon Bouchard, Bouchard does that, or Alex Mendoza, I heard he does his thing on Hangout. But that's another thing that I like to learn instead of go to webinar, because first of all, the Google Air is like unlimited number of people can go on, and it goes right to your YouTube, so you don't have to edit anything. It's so much time you know, saved from recording. and you know. So that's another thing that I like to learn. In fact, I'm trying to determine whether I should do it on Google Hangout or whether I should do go to webinar. Yeah. Can you do like a, a screen presentation, like a PowerPoint presentation yeah. on it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah? Awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. The technicality of it is a little confusing right now. You know, Like with GoToWebinar, you, it's kind of straightforward. But with Hangout, it's just new, so there's a lot of learning phase. But you can you can have your screen. You can have a lot of stuff that you can't even do on webinar or GoToWebinar yet. Let me ask you, with your audio program, why didn't you decide to do video? Why? Yeah. Because it's so much quicker to do audio, audio board for two reasons actually. One is that first of all, I personally, I like audios, like I like to go to the gym as I'm going, it's just easy to listen to. And second is that it's so much faster to make. Right. And I learned this from Evan, Evan said you can do this in two days, and it's true. Because if some parts you don't like, you can edit it really quickly, and uh, you're just talking, and I just, I feel like talking a lot easier than recording and putting it together. But ultimately, I definitely do like to do video, like I'm doing video every day. But I figured the audio book is just an easy way to just kind of create a high value thing. And each slide that I create, or each day, is going to have like a, an extra PDF attached to it. So it's, it's, it looks really high value, it's coming with a manual, it comes with an audio book. That's a good idea, yeah. The other thing I learned is I learned actually you can make your own 3D graphics so easily. Did you know that? Like, I don't, I don't know. Graphics. You know how you do e-covers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Photoshop, like I know pictures. And sometimes sending to the Fiverr guys and explaining to them what you want takes longer than if you were to do it yourself. And it's like, no, this is not it. This has to be there. And like there's a capital missing. Like, there's a letter missing. It's like, dude, can't you just see? Like This has to be in the middle. Yeah. So Let's get softwares that you can do it with. Usually when I get graphics done now from Fiverr, I'll order from like three or four different people the exact same thing really? and then get the best one that comes back and use that. Because really? for me, like if I go with one person, for me it's, it's more so the time that it takes. If I order one cover or graphic, it's the back and forth. It's like it's such a pass, hassle. Yeah. I'd rather just spend 20 bucks and just get from like four different people and then just take whatever's the best one. And just use that so that I don't have to spend extra time going back and forth with that one person. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. If you can afford it, like, you know, 20 bucks, no big deal, like, for a cover, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but, like, where I'm starting right now, I'm trying to kind of bootstrap myself, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I'm, I'm so grateful that I can actually make my own cover because they look so good and they're so quick. It's like, in, you know, in 30 minutes, I can make a cover that would, you know, take me an hour and a half of communication to make it look good. Yeah. So... It's good learning all that stuff too. Like I find, I I learned to do like I learned I know how to do like H, HTML and stuff like that, you know. And I used to like, like that's how I started and all that. And I don't do any of that anymore. But it's still good to know how to do that stuff because 
every once in a while there's like a little thing that needs to be fixed and it's a hassle to like get people to fix it and find the right person and stuff whereas if you know how to do it yourself easy you know like it's like in your house if there's like something breaks like it's a hassle to find someone to come over and fix it and all that stuff but if you know how to do it yourself then you can just do it in like five or ten minutes so it is useful to know all how to do all, all that stuff but then how was how was your breaks like how do you feel like what was your breakthrough with that with that in that kind of break into the scarcity mindsets and and creating those abundant uh, mindset how would you say that was your biggest breakthrough you know what it's it's interesting because I felt like I I was really on track self development wise improving myself and my beliefs my mindset were like in the right place for a few years but I wasn't seeing results from my effort and my hard work and everything it was it wasn't really the mindset as much I think as it was changing my strategy you know like Tony Robbins says there's a strategy and then there's a story but if you you could have like a good strategy to work out but if it's a story that prevents you from doing it right but at the same time you can have the best story but if your strategy is like you know you're running east looking for a sunset then there's no strategy that will get you there so I, I realized for me it wasn't really my story and my beliefs because I worked a lot on that it was more the strategy and for me lifestyle transformations was never going to get me wealthy it was never just going to get me there um, and so when I switched gears and I went into like the internet marketing thing I had success with that that made me like my I guess it, it, it changed my story my beliefs because I started to realize wow making money is actually easy like it's actually easy like I thought all along it was so hard because I was struggling for so long I, I had so many challenges with it and stuff I was always living like month to month trying to survive once I started making money easily I was like wow has it been this easy all along and now it's like it's it's ridiculously easy now because now like I'm in a position where I can like send out an email and make five thousand dollars you know just like that and you you end up like once you build your business and all that it just becomes easier and easier and easier to make money now it's like every product that I launch will have will be a big success and make a lot of money because I have a following I have all these people that uh, subscribe to my blog and everything so it becomes easier to make money but it was like that shift I think once I went in a different direction and, and stuck with it and, and tried something different my whole mentality shifted around money and it just yeah it just it's changed in so many ways now. Once and once you make that breakthrough for yourself, man, like it just becomes very easy. Like the hardest part, and it's true, is really just making money at the beginning. Your first like couple hundred bucks a month, like passive income. Like once you launch your thing, like it's very slow at the beginning too. You know, it's like this, very slow. And you're gonna make like a little bit of money here and there. You're gonna have like a little bit of subscribers and people that follow your blog and go through your course and stuff. So it's slow. But then you get this momentum and it just goes like this, like really, like, because for me, the way my business scales now is like an extra five, ten thousand dollars $10,000, you know, whereas before it's like you're making a couple hundred bucks, 50 bucks, yeah, like it's yeah. very slow and then just boom. And now for me, like I'm able to like, because I might income like multiplied by like 10 <laughs> like in like a, a year, you know, like it just multiplies faster. 
But it's like all the work that you're doing now, which is like you're building a blog, you're, you're learning how to do all this sort of stuff, you're putting out content, videos, you're setting up your systems and all that, you're going to launch a, a product. All this stuff is going to help you, and then like a year from now, then it's going to explode. Like it's going to be huge. So I look forward to it, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm excited. This week is my foundation week, and then next week is going to be my you know, webinar tweaking and stuff. But one thing is that I have to work on uh, my own limiting beliefs sometimes. Sometimes I like make content and I'm like, hmm, is this good enough? Or maybe this is not going to help people? Or what if what if this is not good? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that sometimes come up for me. But today I was listening to Tony and I was listening to Eben. I'm like, wait a minute. These guys actually, like, they're, I adore them and I love them and I, you know, all the respect. But the things that they teach is not a spectacular thing. Like, it's like... They tell a story about how they did it, and they tell a story about somebody else, and they give you an exercise which anybody can do, you know, like yeah. just write down your emotions about money, you know. So it's not all that, like, wow, which we have in our mind. It's just giving people the next step to reach their goal and just motivating them. So that's kind of another breakthrough that I've been having. Everything that you launch now, though, like a year from now, you're going to probably think sucks because you you evolve and change. Like I look at back at stuff I did a year ago, and I was like, oh, that sucks, you know. But and today, like a year from now, I'm going to look back at today and think it sucks, like what I do now. Because you just get better and better, and you evolve things over time. But I find like when you put out content, like on a blog, for me, I get you get a lot of feedback, right? So you get people that love your stuff, they like certain things, so you can get an idea of the value that you're putting out and whether it's like good quality or whatever. So now I feel like when I do release something, I know what to expect. I know I, I know whether or not it's high value. I know how much goes into it and everything. Um, but also just kind of going through other things out there. Like I go through a lot of other products and courses and that's how I learn a lot of stuff for Kindle, like in my Kindle business. And I follow some other blogs so I can kind of compare I just kind of get an idea of how I'm doing compared to what they're doing. I like that. That's a good feedback to compare to other people. Because yeah, dude, like because what, what I do is like just find other like all my products are modeled off of other products, like in other industries. Like I modeled my Kindle Money Mastery, like the membership layout of uh, Bring the Fresh, which is Kelly Felix's. Okay. Where I have like a basic membership, I have a full disclosure membership. Um, I I kind of. He does. He he teaches affiliate marketing, so I just kind of took his sections and stuff and ideas from him, and I use that. Mm-hmm. My blog is modeled after uh, Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income. I, I model like things from that guy, and I don't do it as well as he does, you know, or any of these guys really. But I just try to model and take things from them that I can incorporate for my blog, and then other courses that I go through. Like if I find a course that I like. I'll try to like make my course similar in some way, you know, like a similar format or, or whatever. So I find that's the good thing about the internet. You can just see everything that's out there and just kind of copy different things from it and just take it and use that for your course or your blog or, or whatever, you know? Yeah, I do the same thing with Evans at like his Wake Up Productive and his Self Made Mouth. They all starts, starts with an intro and then three quick start guide and then every single day. I find that's a very full, full format. Yeah, here, here's the thing about it too, man. Like, it, it's usually all in your head. Like, because I, for this product that I'm releasing on how to write a book in less than 24 hours, <laughs> the things that I stop like the name, people. By the, way, it's so good. 
the things that stop people are like the perfectionism yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And Dan Sullivan has a book out, and he calls it the 80% approach. And he says that when you create, so this audio program or a video, whatever, really the, there's only like 80% of it that's like really good. And that's what you need to focus on, he says. He says most people try to focus on 100% perfect. He's like, no, just do 80%. Because people don't really notice or they don't really care about all the little things that you worry about. Like you, you like, like when you record a video and stuff, you, you kind of like worry about how you look. Yeah, you kind of yeah. worry about how, oh, that didn't sound right. Yeah. Or uh, you know, all these sort of things, the quality of it. The reality is you notice those things, but other people don't. Other people don't care about all those little things. They don't even notice it or pay attention to it. Like they're just so focused on the content, the information. It, it's all those little things that it's just all in our head. And they really don't make that much of a difference. Like, so I... That's one thing that I learned is like don't try to do things 100%, do it 80%. <laughs> so it's a kind of an interesting approach. He says 80% of it is where the real value is and you're actually doing a disservice to people by not getting it out there fast because you're, it's like you're just dealing with your own shit. Like it's your shit about it being perfect, not being enough value. If you just put it out there, it not, might not be 100% done, but it's going to help people and add value. And the sooner you get out there, the more it's going to help people and, and, and add value. So it's more getting out of your own way. Like I, I spent like a year writing a, a book once, and it didn't really matter. Like I could have had it done, just have put it out there in a month, and it would have helped people for 11 months. I just had it selfishly keeping it to myself, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I find that with girls sometimes, like if the girl is like let's say five ten, you know, I feel like maybe she's not mine, but but I say the same thing. That's my own shit. Like she needs to be loved, and I can provide her love. So that's my own bullshit. Like yes. put that aside and go love her. You know exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it kind of relates to this one. That's kind of true. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Hey guys, hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. Got a lot of great value that you can apply to your life. To find out more about me, go to projectlifemastery.com and I'll make sure to have a link to that right below uh, with this video. And to find out about Sean. Yes, and if you want to connect to me, come to my blog at strongdetermination.com and I love hearing from you guys. And if you have any questions, feel free to connect to me. Thank you so much. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.